So for those that may not know who you are and what you do, if you don't mind doing a quick intro and letting them know. Yeah, so hi everyone. My name is Alicia Withy. I'm from London, UK. Um, I am, I'm calling myself currently a creative marketing strategist, um, just because those three words kind of tick all the boxes of everything that I do. Um, I initially started out as a social media marketer, but I feel like my um, experience has led me to be more of a, a strategist in the creative aspect. So um, I do a bit of everything. Um, so I've been running a social media marketing agency out of my home in North London for almost three years. Um, I was doing it, you know, just on the side. Um, people were asking me, they could see that I was good at social media. I had some design skills um, and I pretty much just taught myself. I built up a good uh, client base, attended a lot of like network meetings, built up my network and established myself as a pretty trustworthy social media marketer. I've branched out and I've begun to kind of explore different things. I'm more now interested in helping uh, business owners, especially especially brand new business owners, um, you know, develop their vision of what they have for their business and um, get it out there on social media and get it out there visually. So help them to define exactly what it looks like. So they may have the ideas uh, behind like, you know, what their business does and, and, you know, what they want to achieve, but they don't know how that looks visually online and how that comes across. So I love to help them define that. So that is currently the area that I'm exploring and looking into at the moment. Um, and yeah, I, I do pretty much everything, create content. Um, I do some consulting and, you know, a lot of the stuff that I'm doing because I'm working with entrepreneurs, a lot of it is, um, you know, coaching as well. So I'm not a qualified coach, but I find myself coaching people on, you know, confidence and, um, you know, not being afraid to, to be themselves online, be authentic and to uh, share their message. So that's pretty much uh, what I do currently. That's amazing. Um, it, it, it all seems to be, um, it, it can be categorized uh, in, in terms of like you providing value to people in different ways that you find uh, that fit best with, uh, you know, your interest and, and, and your drive. But I'm curious to hear about the initial sort of interest in this space. Was it driven by the opportunity that was present or was it a combination of opportunity and, you know, passion or, 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 or uh, interest in, in, in doing this? Um, well, that's a great question, actually. And, and I didn't say thank you so much for having me on this podcast. I've been watching you for a while. And um, um, yeah, um, I just love that I'm here. So thank you so much. Um, so how I got into it is, um, you know, I, I now call myself an entrepreneur because I still don't feel like I'm at the place where I need to be. I'm just on the journey and I'm pretty much starting out. So I came from a working background nobody in my family that I ever knew um, were business owners so I don't come from an entrepreneurial background and I always felt like I was almost like I don't know if you have that saying in America like the black sheep of the family because I was just I felt like I was so different I was like always into everything and very you know expressive creative um not saying that there were not creative people in my family, but I felt like my tendencies were quite different to a lot of people in my family. Right. Um, so I, I knew that I was different in that respect. So I would be in and out of jobs. I've studied so many different courses. I left school early. Um, I was always trying to find the thing that I was looking for, but I never knew what it was until about, you know, just over three years ago, um, 
probably about six months or a year before I started my um, social media marketing business. Um, somebody approached me for a network marketing company. Now I'm sure you've heard of network marketing. Um, so we were, you know, promoting products and I'd never even knew of the network marketing space. And I didn't even know what an entrepreneur was. And I'm talking, this is just nearly four years ago, right? So it's yeah. not that long ago. But what I've done in that space of time has been vast. Like I've lived a thousand lives in that four years. So um, going back to that, somebody introduced me to uh, the business and I went to a convention, um, let's say, you know, like a big meeting. And I was just in a room full of these hungry individuals that were looking for an opportunity really open-minded so friendly and I just realized there and then that these are the people that I were looking for all my life these are the people that I wanted to be around this was the mindset that I wanted to be around um so very quickly I got into personal development and um you know I never got no sleep the first couple of years I was doing this business I was just you know studying what entrepreneurship was what it meant the mindset behind it studying all these you know great leaders like uh, let's say, you know, Tony Robbins, um, Les Brown, a lot of those individuals we were listening to back then. Um, and, you know, I just got into personal development, read so many books, listened, went to conventions, listened to so many people speaking. And, um, you know, I, I just spent a lot of time working on myself, dealing with past issues. And I, I realized that all that time when I was in and out of all these different jobs and, and I was searching for this thing, it's because, um, it's I, I'm an entrepreneur and that, that's what we do right we're looking for the thing that is going to feed our soul uh, you know fire us up so um, I worked in the network marketing space built up a, an amazing network and um, met so many incredible people um, and as you know uh, a network marketing ambassador you are working with people who have just come into the business so you're almost coaching them on how to have this mindset how to be open to opportunity how to have resilience and persistence and put in the hard work and the repetition and stuff like that so a lot of those skills i learn in that industry and i'm so thankful for that um but then i i realized um you know after a while of doing it that i was not just an entrepreneur but i literally could not work for somebody else in any which way so um even though it's network marketing, you're still promoting somebody else's brand, you're promoting somebody else's products. So, um, so you know, I just kind of went on social media. I, I was marketing already for my brand, uh, the brand that I was working with. And um, one of the team leaders approached me to do some campaigns for the team. Um, so I did that and um, they were really successful. And this is when I realized like, oh, I'm pretty good at this. I'm good at networking with people. I'm good at creating content. I have great design skills. I've always been creative in that kind of way. Um, and, you know, I really like this area that I'm going into. I love the social media space and all that. Um, and I was always, you know, studying celebrities and like years back, I could tell you like every, you know, actor and singer. Now I'm always working. I don't pay attention to the media. But I was very much into that um, that kind of space. So the media, sort of networking, um, social media, you know, marketing, entrepreneurial, you know, environment was the one that I was kind of, you know, fixed to. So um, I started doing a bit of social media marketing for the team. And then I felt like I was, you know, I was 
trading my time for money. So I wanted to do my own thing. How could I do all of this, but branch away and do my own thing? So I started doing social media marketing on the side for some clients before I broke out completely. I was kind of testing the waters. And then I realized that there was a huge opportunity um, in social media marketing. Um, so very quickly, I, I got clients. Um, I started off, I was not very confident when I started because obviously I'm doing everything on my own. This is a whole new brand new thing to me. But very quickly, um, I built up confidence and um, experience as well. And now I feel fully confident that I can pretty much help any business owner, um, you know, especially small business owners um, to help define their brand and um, create a vision of, of what they're trying to achieve online as well. That's amazing. Um, you know, it's always fascinating to hear people's journeys and, and certain, um, you know, certain transitionary periods that essentially allow them to express themselves in, in the way that, you know, they've, they've been wanting to express themselves. It's um, a lot of people, unfortunately, are not able to break out of that mold that they're in that is essentially comforting on some level, but also safe and, and, um, I, I want to talk to you about, um, first, I do want to talk about networking because it's an essential part of any entrepreneur's journey. And, you know, in, in, in the time that we live in, we have an abundance of opportunity to where anyone can start doing something and with the right elements in place, they can make a living or they can replace, you know, whatever job or nine to five or whatever path that was predetermined for them. So if we could talk about some of the elements in, 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 from your perspective, in terms of networking that you've um, observed or used that have been beneficial, that could help out potential uh, young entrepreneurs. Absolutely. That is such a great question. I feel like I'm going to try and give you as much value as possible because I feel like that is a very valuable question if I can answer it correctly. Um, so I feel like networking is extremely, like you said, extremely important in um, an entrepreneur's journey, right? Because with a network, you you want to learn from people first of all. So the more people you meet, the more people you're going to learn from. So this not only teaches you things, but it also defines the thing that you're searching for as well. So like if you, um, you know, if you kind of know what you want to do, but you're not sure, and and you but you want to know more about an industry, the best thing to do is to talk to someone who is in a position that you're thinking of going into or something like that. So networking in that respect is really, really good because you can learn from so many people. Number two, gosh, there's so many good things about network and I can probably list loads. Uh, number two is if you are starting out a business, obviously your immediate network is, is very valuable. So the more people you meet, the more people you can reach out to, to ask them, can they review something that you're doing or can they buy something from you? Or for, you know, for example, if, you, if you're doing a podcast, if you have a great network, you can reach loads of people and you can interview them. So um, in that respect, you can use your network as, you know, to kind of build up your profile, build up your wealth, build up whatever you want to build up, right? So network is good in that respect. Um, also, um, I just feel like the more people you meet, the more confident you become because you are still developing your own personality so that when you hear somebody else's perspective on something, it could change your mind. You can ask them, hey, can you explain that to me? I don't really understand that. Um, and I just think like networking is the fastest way to do anything because on your own, 
you have to literally um, go through the pro. If you want to learn something, you have to go through the process yourself. So you're going to go into it brand new. You're going to try and learn it and then realize halfway through, oh, no, actually, I don't want to do this because of this. Right. If you have a good network and you have someone who's been there, done that, they can tell you the quick way to do things. They'll be like, right, just be careful when you do this. Don't do that. Do this. Um, so, you know, not necessarily that you're going to listen to that person and do that, but you'll be more cautious because you'd be like, oh, I remember when this person told me about this, right? Um, so as well if you're if you're trying to be successful in an area um using your network to kind of reach out to them and say hey um, i'm thinking about doing what you're doing could you tell me a little bit more about that so there's just so many um plus sides to to building up a network um but i believe the best thing and the thing that kind of resonates the most with me is learning from everybody and learning from so many different people and you know with a, with a network people that are have tendencies to network and to build their own network are entrepreneurs so surrounding yourself with these kinds of people is always going to be valuable right so um yeah there's just so many great things about networking and if you haven't already um you know how you can get into it is, is what i did i mean i know like i don't want to say the c word but coronavirus is pretty much you know, diminished everything. But before right. coronavirus, um, I was attending network meetings. So you can just find them online, go on Google, whatever. Um, so I was attending women's network meetings, um, entrepreneurial network meeting, business network meeting, social media marketing network meetings. So like even just network meetings in your local area. And they're really easy to find. Just go on Google, um, Eventbrite or, you know, whatever, um, go online, Facebook. There's just so many opportunities to meet so many different people and you can be really niche as well. So like, as I said, a social media marketing network is just going to be full of people have so much knowledge around that industry. So that's definitely um, something you should look into if, if you're thinking about going into a certain industry or you are looking to build up a contact list, right? Because the more people you meet, you can get the email address, which is great for like email marketing. I'm going into my marketer's brain now, but um, yeah, it's just, it's so valuable for, for so many different things. Definitely agree. And uh, you know, I highly recommend people just explore these opportunities. Um, I'm sure they're having virtual versions of certain events, but you know, I do want to narrow it down to some of the elements in terms of your personality that you have to have to be an efficient, um, I, don't, I don't even know if networker is a term, but just to be efficient in terms of your networking, because, you know, we all have different personality types. Me, I, I can speak from my experience. I have been very shy, introverted, reserved, and not very comfortable, you know, talking to anybody or, or approaching someone with, um, with a question or something and it, it never came from a place of um you know not having humility it always came from a place of fear and insecurity in a way and i was like you know i don't want i don't want to be rejected subconsciously so um i want to hear from you know i want to hear the elements of your personality that you think have been effective and or that you think have made you effective in terms of networking and and you know what other people can do um, that may not have those traits? Yeah, another great question. Um, so what I would say is that um, first impressions are a thing, right? So they say that, I don't know, like the actual number, but people make an assumption of you the first few seconds that they meet you, right? Mm -hmm. So first of all, you want to, however you want to be perceived is how you should try and be visually 
And I know they say, you know, never judge a book by, by its character, but if you're going to a business meeting, you're not going to roll up in jeans and, and that kind of stuff. You might want to just fix up a little, do your top button up or something, you know? So, um, you know, in context, how you are coming across visually is going to be the first thing that people see before you open your mouth. Sure. Um, and your your I mean I'm I'm doing all the kind of the physical stuff right now. Um, and, and second of all is how you stand. So like if you are standing with your chest up and you're open, you are open to a conversation. If you're kind of reserved and you're shy, it you're being defensive, right? So first of all, when you go into any network meeting, number one is how are you coming across visually, right? And I know that aesthetic should, it is very superficial and we shouldn't be thinking about that. But unfortunately, this is how humans operate, right? So you wanna figure out the visual, how are you coming across first of all? Second of all, um, the, the number one piece of advice that was so valuable to me and I've carried through all through my you know, networking um, is listen more than you speak. So like introduce yourself and, you know, be more interested in the other person um, than wanting to talk because we're excited. We want to share everything. We want to sell ourselves and things like that. But, you know, um, there's been lots of studies done where they put, you know, people into a room and they, and they did these like networking skills. And number one was, you know, the person would be talking about themselves and then they would ask the other person that met them, how did you, how did the meeting go? And that, you know, they would give kind of a negative response. Well, you know, I don't think we got on too well. And then they did the same experiment with the person who would just, you know, listen to the other person, let the other person speak and then ask that person, how did the, how did the meeting go? And they said, oh my God, that person was so interesting, mm -hmm. right? So even though you don't speak and you're just listening, you are essentially letting the other person set the tone now if you're both skilled in that area then it's like you're not going to speak at all but <laughs> um, it does work out to where if you're a good listener um you know you, you leave a better impression on someone now you don't have to do this in genuinely like you know be authentic not just listen for the sake of listening because i'm saying that it's a good tip but mm. just be mindful that you're not talking about yourself right another thing is you know, we do live in a chaotic, stressful world sometimes. And a lot of these people that they're very busy, you know, they're very busy, they lead very busy, chaotic lives. Um, the last thing they want to do when they come to a business network meeting is hear something negative. So always, always keep every conversation positive and, you know, perhaps ask like open questions, let them explore and, and be very, you know, mindful that the, the, the tone of the conversation is not negative. Keep it very positive. That way you'll leave a positive mark on someone and they'll remember you in that positive light. Another thing is to, you know, smile and, you know, try and leave all your worries behind and come to the meeting fresh and, you know, pure and with good intention and yeah just don't be salesy don't go there and, and think right today i'm gonna get these many people's numbers because i'm gonna sign up this many clients you know it should never be about that networking is always always just to slowly build up a network of very valuable people that may not be your clients but may be able to teach you so many things on your journey right so you might meet someone and they could be a lifelong friend they could be a lifelong um coach or or anything so Go, you know, with good intention, be positive, be open, listen more than you speak. 
Um, and yeah, just genuinely, you know, be open and to, to whatever what way the conversation is going to go. Don't go there with an intention to, to make a sale or, you know, uh, build up your client list or anything like that. But go there just, just um, to kind of get to know people is what I would say. No, that's extremely well said. And, um, you know, while the fundamentals of communication may stay the same, the, um, the nuances that you add, whether in terms of your personality or your authenticity in a way, is what essentially separates you from the rest of the people. Because, you know, I definitely agree, like people that come in with an intention or with a plan, they don't realize that they may not know the other person well enough to maybe miss out on realizing that, you know, the person can see through it. And we, we live in a time or day and age where the bar of what you're providing is, is constantly increasing or rising. And, you know, people are weeding out the BS or they're, they're seeing past the characters and the personas. And that's when, um, you know, that's where people that are authentic flaws included can find little pockets or, or, or opportunities where they can, you know, put something out or connect with people on a level that is more genuine. Because as human beings, I feel like we're 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 missing that in 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 this day and age, right? Because everything's virtual, social. Um, a bad comment or a bad message can ruin your your entire day in a way. So, I, I definitely agree with the, those points. And um, you know, it's just it's just interesting how how the shift is occurring because a lot of people that fit in those roles of of being um, characters in a way to maximize their their outcome are realizing this and 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 they're being forced to be you know a little bit more authentic again kind of speaking from my experience I didn't think that I had the personality to be someone that was on camera or doing podcasts and stuff like that and you know this world is extremely uh, forgiving in terms of whatever flaw you think you have in your mind so I definitely agree with that part as well um, in terms of, um, you know, just being open to whatever comes your way because our assumption of whatever is going to come our way is often worse than what actually happens in reality. So, you know, and we could take this conversation many directions at this point, but um, I'm, I'm curious to hear about, you know, some some of those moments in your journey so far where, you know, maybe you've had to express humility, or maybe you've had to reassess or rethink the way that you were approaching a certain situation. Wow, um, that's a that's a good question. Um, so I would definitely go back to my network marketing days. Um, so with network marketing, you are essentially selling a product. Um, now, in order to make money in network marketing. Obviously, you have to sell products and, um, you know, you have to believe in the product as well. Um, so, you know, during my network marketing career, I, I honestly just started out and thinking about it. Like, even though I love the environment and I love being an entrepreneur, I love the opportunity. When all was said and done, the reason I was doing it was as it was my living, right? I needed to make money. So I felt like, you know, all right, let me make this plan. The more people I speak to, um, you know, the more sales I can make, right? So if I speak to 100 people, maybe 40 of 
those contrasts, if I could follow up with those 40 and maybe 20 would reply, right? And maybe 10 would reply back after I replied. And essentially maybe five of them were super interested. So to me, it was like a numbers game. And I was just like selling, you know, the product for what it was and not thinking about, does this person even need this product? Um, you know, is what I'm selling, am, am I really passionate about it? Do I really believe that this person really needs this type of product? Um, so, you know, and going about it, as you said, like when, when people meet you and especially now we're getting so smart with communication, right? We were like, for example, me and you on this video call, even though we're not in person, we can still see, you know, we're smart humans. We can pick up facial expressions, body language, tone of voice, everything. So, you know, I was <clears throat> essentially going into it as thinking about it as a numbers game and wanting to just sell it not thinking about the person on the other side. Am I helping this person? Is right. what I'm telling them the truth? Do I really think that this person should, you know, get money from their pocket, give it to me because this product is gonna help them? Um, and I can honestly say the answer to that question is, no, it, I just thought about it as a numbers game. I thought, okay, if I speak to this many people, this many people are going to buy from me. Um, and what happened was, yeah, I would, you know, be able to. Buy from me because they could sense that I wasn't being genuine. And, you know, I, I didn't have their best intentions at heart. Now, when I, you know, I, I kind of drew a line in the sand. I was like, well, well, this is not working, but I know that this business works because there's many other people that have been successful, but I really want to make a go of it. And because I'm an entrepreneur and I have this spirit, I can't be defeated by this. How can I figure this out to where it's going to work? So after, you know, doing some personal development, you know, you know, figuring it out, I thought, right, maybe it's because what I'm selling, I'm, I'm not being true. There's, there's no truth behind it, right? I'm not putting my feelings into it. So I drew a line in the sand and I thought, okay, so how else can I approach this? Let me just build up my network and get to know people before I try and sell them anything, right? Um, and I found that, that, you know, going back to what I was saying about networking is going at it in a completely different way and, you know, being more open and listening to people. I found that, you know, if I would have been myself before, those people that I was selling to are the people that probably didn't need my product, but the people who I didn't think could be clients. You know, okay, who has, you know, who, who is in this income bracket that is easily accessible, who might buy my product? That was the wrong way to look at it. It was literally like, who can I help? Who needs my help, right? And that is not always the product that you're selling. That could be help in coaching someone, giving someone advice, giving them a listening ear, being a friend to them. Um, and I found that just having this completely different mindset about how I approach people and why I connect with people, um, really really changed my business and changed everything for me because those people that I reached out with the listening ear are still people that I speak to today and I've probably never sold them anything but those are the people that support me those are the people that um you know will send me messages and you know follow me on social media and, and support things that I'm doing and they have a genuine interest in me um and I feel like that is more valuable than trying to make the quick sell because 
the person on the other end can sense that you're trying to sell to them and they probably won't want to have anything else to do with you, especially if they feel like they've been cheated, like you made them like buy this thing. And then mm -hmm. when they got the thing, they didn't want it in the end. And they feel, yeah. feel like they just didn't have a good experience with you. But if you give people an experience from the very first time that they meet you, being open, being honest um, and listening to them, you'll find that you'll build up a very good network really, really quickly. And you won't need to sell to anybody because your, your personality will be your business card. It will be... Um, it, you are your brand right they say you are your brand so um you won't need to do all that hard selling and it won't be a numbers game it'll be a matter of just being authentic and whoever um you know finds value in that are the people that are going to stick with you it's extremely valuable and you know the more authentic you are the more genuine of a person you are the better it becomes for anything you're associated with because people gravitate towards people and not the product to that extent, we gravitate towards, we, we always want like a deeper sort of layer attached to anything that we, we gravitate towards. And when it comes to people to or person to person, you know, it's a story that that sells They're they're buying into you not necessarily yeah. what you're putting out and can I also say that I love that that happened to me. I love that I went through that so that I could see the other side and that I had to work it out myself to where I had to adjust and fix it. Um, because I've seen the other side, then I can kind of help other people that are, you know, perhaps being too salesy or, you know, because obviously I'm dealing with a lot of business owners and, and I can say to them, you know, this is not about sales. This is about brand. This is who are you? And what message and what value are you putting out? This is not how many um, people can click onto your website and how many people will put stuff in their basket and buy from you, right? Um, so I'm glad that I, I went through that uh, and I was on the other side of that and I had to learn the hard way because I also feel as well as an entrepreneur, um, you know, we we say that the more failures is, is is what you're looking for because you want to um, you want to kind of get all those lessons and learn from all those things and it's so true so obviously that was a big fail for me that was a waste of time I was spending all this time building up a list of and these were people that were never ever going to buy from me right because they, they don't even know me they don't even know my brand so um, yeah never ever um, look at failure as you know or, or looking at going through a hard time as you failing because um, there's always a lesson in that. So, so me going through that, there was the lesson of, okay, how can I fix this? And then building myself back up and looking at it from a completely different perspective and learning the hard way, which is always the best way to learn. I definitely agree. Um, I appreciate you taking time out of your day to do this. Please let the people know where they can find you and what the website is. Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm all over social media, mainly Instagram, um, because I'm so busy with my clients these days, that I don't have time to post. So I'm mostly on Instagram. And I'm at social media smart bus, um, S-M-A-R-T-B-U-S. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn, if that's your thing. Um, I'm on Twitter, I hardly tweet. Um, and it's either Social Media Smart Bus or Smart Bus Agency London. Um, right now, it sounds terrible. I don't have a website. <laughs> and um, yeah, so you can just get at me on social media. And uh, I, you know, love to network with so many different people and just reach out and, and let's DM and get to know each other. Awesome. I appreciate it. Thank you.